0: Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Throughout our stewardship emphasis this year, we're focusing on the relationship between our stewardship and God's vision of a world restored with grace and peace. God's restoration of the world is something we look forward to in the future, but it's also something that we begin to experience in the here and the now of this world as it begins among us. God's breaking into our world in big and small ways, and God's using us, then, in the restoration process. Stewardship, then, is about making the connections between the gifts that God gives us and how we invest them in seeing the world restored. So we've celebrated, so far, the gifts of the gift of the faith of children, new people that come among us here into community with us, and last week the gift of compassion. And we've been challenged to deepen our investments in youth ministry and in innovation in ministry among those new to us and in relational mission. Our investments in these areas multiply the gifts of God at work in our world and in our lives as together we seek a world restored with grace and peace. I give this summary today because our theme for this week is really about tying all of these investments together under the idea of cultivating a culture of generosity here in this community. And the gift that we are celebrating from God today is the gift of perspective on all of these things. God gives us God's perspective, and we use this to pull ourselves out of our own self-centered, narrow mindset of scarcity and have the perspective then to see just how generous God is with us. And how many opportunities we have to be generous with other people by investing ourselves in the restorative work of God in the world. The story found in our gospel lesson for today is often entitled The Rich Young Fool. And this is certainly a descriptive title, but I think there's a danger in the title as well. The danger is to make this a very simple, one-dimensional story we can quickly jump to the simple moral of don't be greedy and leave it at that. And what we are left with then is the tunnel vision of watching our guilt over our greed versus our generosity play out in a one-act, one-actor morality play. But I think that the sin of the rich man is bigger than the lack of the distribution of his wealth. I think that part of the sin of the rich man is wrapped up in his inability to get beyond this one-dimensional struggle with his possessions. The only thing the rich man saw was life with possessions versus life without. He was missing out on seeing all that was possible with God. See, I don't think the gospel writer is sharing this story here with us today simply to tell us to not be greedy. The gospel writer is trying to get at a deeper truth. One writer says it rather succinctly this way. He says, the sin of the rich fool was in his lack of imagination, his lack of vision, his lack of perspective. All of the meaning was limited, so life meant that he had to hoard resources. Jesus teaches us then to look beyond what we see to imagine better realities, and to implement them here to create better futures. The gift of God that the rich man was not willing to accept was the gift of God's perspective. He had his own perspective on his wealth, and Jesus is inviting everyone there that was in that moment to look at their lives and at this world in a different way. To see their lives in this world in the context of the abundance of God for all people, not just for themselves. And to see how much more rich and meaningful life can be when you're seeing it in relationship to those around you and the opportunity to be generous with them. A friend of mine had this picture and I'll show you up here on Facebook the other day. It caught my eye, as it had hers. It was an invitation to have a little bit of perspective about a fellow human being taking a a moment to eat their lunch in the midst of a busy day. She was at the pharmacy and saw this there. And she asked the pharmacist about it. And his response was, oh yeah, I'm very excited about it because for a long time, we didn't get to have a break. He went on to say that a lot of people, though, were upset about the fact that they were now taking them. And I thought she had a great response and reflection about it. She said, seriously? Mad about it? But then she said, I realize we become such a society that demands what we want when we want it. It's inconvenient for us if someone else has to take a break to nourish their body. It's inconvenient for us if someone else has to tend to their own needs. We fly off the handle when we plan out something, but someone else is trying to take care of themselves. What have we become, she asked. This little sign, she said, gave me the reminder, gave me the perspective that sometimes when I think something should go a certain way or that I expect people to do something in the time frame I give them, Perhaps a little grace is in order. 30 minutes for lunch should be everyone's pause for self-care. Check on your friends to make sure they're getting their lunch. Remember, sometimes we have to help one another out so that we can take care of each other's needs. What a great encouragement to embrace God's gifts of grace-filled perspective so that we can respond generously to those around us in need. Here at Prince of Peace, we want to continue to invest in creating a generous lifestyle because we know that generosity makes a difference in this world. That Generosity is a necessity in this world, especially in a world that seems hell-bent on almost consuming itself in the midst of all of our consuming. Our stewardship emphasis for this year, we're encouraging you to grow in your generosity to the mission of Prince of Peace. We need this generosity here so that we can continue to cultivate that culture. And we need that generosity, frankly, this year in ways that maybe we haven't been needing it so much in previous years, but there is a challenge now in this pandemic that we've seen resources drop and we've seen the amount of people coming to church drop. I was talking with a friend of mine, Matt Massey, who used to be the pastor down the street at North Star Church, and he's now over at Cincinnati Vineyard, and he was asking how it was going here. We are talking at the football game the other night, and he said he's hearing the same thing from pastors at large congregations all around the city, that we're still less than half of the attendance that we had prior to the pandemic, And while expenses are back up, as we try to ramp programming back up, our incomes have stayed down. Last year here at Prince of Peace, our income was down about 10%, but so were our expenses. But now we're running a deficit that we haven't seen for a number of years. And the bottom line is that our ability to continue to grow and invest in our mission here is dependent upon our shared generosity. It's dependent upon our perspective on our wealth that we have entrusted to God that's been entrusted to us by God and how we choose to invest it. Of course, it goes beyond our financial resources that we share within this community as well because we want to continually challenge our community to challenge each other to grow in our perspective on the generosity of God because it makes us more grateful, fulfilled, and peaceful people in the world. It makes us more generous, loving, and joyful people, and that's something we want to multiply out of this place and the kind of impact that we can make in the world. And embracing that challenge as a community opens us up then to see how we need a community of generous people around us to help us to have this perspective and growing in our generosity. Listening to my friend on Facebook with, about how to be a more generous person with those people we interact with on a daily basis helps me to, to be more generous when I'm in those moments as well. Listening to Scott and Mary Lou Torrison talk about 25 years of growing in their generosity encourages me to continue to grow in my giving as well. We need each other to be Christ for us, to be Christ standing in front of us who are the rich fools. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ to challenge us, to inspire us, so that we can see the world as Jesus does. A world that is filled with infinite blessings from God. A world that is filled with inspiring, generous people. A world that's being restored with grace and peace. God gives us the gift of perspective so that we can invest in helping to make this a more generous world